The bean holes, it's Eric and Nate. The bean holes, they're really pretty great. So shut up and listen to them talk. Eric and Nate. Welcome to another episode. Uh, I can edit that out. You won't. Welcome to another episode of The Bean Holes. I'm Nate. I'm Eric. And we are continuing our Black Panther month. Uh, this is our third episode with yes. Black Panther. Uh, and today we are talking about what might have been. Uh, that We've got three topics, one main one, of, uh, of things that could have happened, almost happened, um, some of them, and... Uh, Actually, I think all of them almost happened at one point. Yeah, so yeah. Things and, uh, that could have happened. Yeah, and uh, unlike our uh, last week's episode, which is uh, more of what ifs within just our, you know, imaginations. Yeah. These <laughs> are things that in real life almost happened, either within the source material or outside of it. So. Yeah. Um, so you wanted to you wanted to start off with a possible movie that could have happened. Yes. Um, there was uh, there. <laughs> Well, we'll also end that way, but uh, right, right. the one I want to start off with is uh, the in the current uh, well the in the MCU um, there was there was some movement made toward a War Machine movie, which uh, would have been the first uh, black led um, superhero movie in the MCU, um, you know, featuring a, a a black man as the lead character um, and. Right our hero um and uh there's a couple things that i think led to that not happening um and uh the first thing of course we switched who was playing uh who was playing james rhodes Rhodey, in the iron man movies Um, first it was terrence howard and uh he didn't like the paycheck he was being offered for iron man 2 and decided to walk right which led to don Cheadle taking the role right um the thing was, at the time that Iron Man was made, Terrence Howard was the bigger star. He was, if I'm not mistaken, he was, he was paid one. more than Robert Downey he Jr. He was the first one signed on. Yeah. And so got a massive paycheck for a, a, a bit part, basically, in the movie. Uh, not a bit part, I, but you know, yeah, it, so he was smaller than... He was a supporting uh, role. Yeah. Uh, and certainly was going to be doing more in Iron Man 2, but was offered less money, more appropriate to the role. Yeah. So well, and <laughs> he was uh, from from all accounts that I'm aware of, he was a nightmare to work with. Yeah, um, yeah. and and was in in other movies as well. He he had, he had gained a bit of a reputation as, I guess, a bit of a diva, a divo. <laughs> um, <laughs> he wears one of those red hats. <laughs> <laughs> um, now that's that's just things I've heard. Okay. Um, I don't think. There's there's not a lot of uh, entire articles written about um, how someone thinks that another person was a pleasure to work with. So yeah. who who knows if there's actually um, if there's actually any real truth to, to him being horrible to work with. But it it is what I've heard. Um, now, uh, so Terrence Howard, um, fine actor. I didn't like him much as as Rhodey and. Um, and I, I can't imagine um, after what we've gotten with Don Cheadle, I can't imagine uh, if if they had gone forward with Terrence Howard, yeah, in as as War Machine. Um, also, uh, the War Machine, the talk of it was 
more after Iron Man 2 anyway, uh, when they actually, you know, introduced the character as War Machine or made mention of it. And this is still very early in the MCU in introducing heroes, so they really weren't starting spin-offs because they were still building towards the bigger picture of the yeah, Avengers. I, so I, I forget the order it came in, but I think um, we at least probably had Captain America after Iron Man, but yeah. I might be no, wrong about I, that. Iron Man, Hulk... Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, right. Avengers. Right. Interesting. That, um, we've talked about it before, but it's interesting that they did an after credit scene for The Incredible Hulk starring Edward Norton that tied it into the MCU despite the fact that Marvel didn't make the Hulk movie and never, uh, still to this day, does not have the rights to make a solo Hulk movie. Yeah, and the fact that they didn't build off of that scene until years later with yeah. Civil War. <laughs> but um, <coughs> that being said, uh, yeah, I I think that War Machine. There's a few reasons it wouldn't have wouldn't have worked as well as Black Panther. This version of Black Panther has worked. Um, it's, I mean, we we both have seen Black Panther since. We last recorded. Yep. Um, and <coughs> I'm pretty sure you liked it. I know. I, I loved it. I thought it was... I, I loved it. It's one of my favorite ones. Um, and I got to say, the this is the first, the first villain in a Marvel movie that I really buy their motivation. Um, and, and it's not just... There have been some that, that have been a little bit more complex, but this is the first character that isn't just showing up and saying like I want to take over the world because it's a thing I want to do or I want to kill everybody because that's what I want to do it's there's there's very little motivation that has come from a lot of other of of the other villains because it's not about the villain it's about the heroes and right right um but I really feel like not only um is this a good villain but it's well as we'll talk about later on it's funny how it mirrors uh, to a certain extent what their plan, original plan was for a Black Panther movie. But we'll get back to that. Um, but I, I think War Machine would not have worked because because um, <laughs> he, he has to work for the U.S. government. Right, right. Um, the way they've set up the MCU. Um, and and it's they're kind of against a an organized military as far as um, you know a government run organized military with the the thrust of where they're going with the MCU and at least in that universe they're not necessarily making a statement against our own military um, but. Uh, but it k- gets kicked off with, you know, the major life change is Tony Stark saying, like, I'm not going to make weapons anymore for for the military. Or, of course, he then makes his own private arsenal, which is arguably <laughs> yeah. much, makes much worse. Much but. more money than <laughs> he was making <laughs> weapons. Um, but, but, yeah, a, a War Machine movie would either have to really celebrate um, the military in a way that... Um, that could kind of tie the MCU to to our uh, own defense uh, spending in some way. Uh, right. What it I mean is the military likes to spend money and help promote movies and make movies that make the military look good. So they might 
become funders for the MCU, which would be weird. It, it, just speculation, it might even take the route that a Winter Soldier did where you have this really good organization, but because there is one guy yeah. working in it, ruining it, you know, that could have tied in. But I, I out of all the heroes that have been introduced, War Machine has not really kicked off. Uh, like um, when Black Panther first appeared in Civil War, people who did not know about that character were excited, wanted to see more of them. I don't hear people... Yeah, asking for more War Machine. Yeah, and there's a few others that that's happened to Vision. It's kind of fallen to that group, but um, you know, for the most part, I I think like with any of these heroes, the idea of a spinoff is on the table, but whether or not they do them is just completely um, a hearsay. Yeah, um, I've heard a lot of people that love the Vision actually, but <laughs> no, no, <laughs> I heard that they loved them, but just on the same level as like with Black Panther oh, it, it yeah. debuting in Civil War. Oh no, you're right. I don't, I don't think there's a lot of people clamoring for a Vision solo film. Right. Um, that, that's that's more what I was saying. Even like Hawkeye to an to an extent. Yeah. So there's there's really not a lot to talk about with if they made a War Machine movie, other than it wasn't going to happen with Terrence Howard, um, and and I you know I think we e- it, we either go the route of of almost making propaganda for the military or actually uh, taking a stand against the American uh, defense yeah. <laughs> um, and defense department rather. Uh, and, and uh, I don't think I'm, uh, I don't think Marvel really wants to get into, uh, to open that whole can of worms. Uh, <laughs> and that's, I think that's a major reason we didn't get that movie. Also, they, they, <laughs> The Iron Man films have gotten consistently worse, in my opinion, uh, and in many people's opinion. And I think that they don't really know how to make a War Machine movie that's not like that doesn't have the the compelling character of Tony Stark and just you know Robert Downey Jr.'s charm carrying the the film, even if it's on his back. Yeah, um, um, I think Don Cheadle could do great but the the character there is not like it's not the same character he's a wonderful supporting character and there's yeah. no problems with that because there are some heroes like hawkeye like vision like black widow who work very well yeah under the main heroes so um now there was another uh, thing uh, we, we talked about the black panther movie that that just came out there was um some scenes that almost we're going yes. to make it into the movie. Yep. The, and at one point were written into the script, but were omitted from the film. Yeah. Uh, and has caused a, a little bit of uh, controversy yeah. online. Nothing. I feel like it's, it's. I've seen some things and it really feels largely like a manufactured controversy. Just like somebody heard that this scene was going to be in the movie and then it was taken out and they're like, it's because Marvel's homophobic. And um, no, they're. It just didn't work as a scene. The, the scene we're talking about is, yep. um, is uh, that one of the oh great now I'm, I forgot the names. Of the Dor- <laughs> I know it's Dormammu, right? Well, yes, uh, two the, two of them, right? Or yes. is it? Yeah. Um, but there there was a scene where um, where one Dormammu was going to be coming out, and like I think they were just doing some like morning exercises or something, <laughs> or you know practicing some fighting really and um and one of them comes in and joins others in the room and another one says you look good and then they like you know give each other some some uh knowing sexual glances and then that would have been it like just that would have been in the movie and nothing else and in my opinion there's it doesn't work um the the 
it it doesn't work for this movie because it wouldn't lead to anything in right. this movie and it would have felt like a just like a dead end of a scene yeah um i i think that um you know what makes one of the things that makes black panther a great movie is is how much it really uh celebrates uh many african cultures even cultures that have been at conflict with each other uh in the past and and currently um and and it it creates an exciting and vibrant world and and all this and it's not just here's a black superhero but he's you know living in america and doing this thing it w- it wasn't just like yeah this guy happens to be a black guy putting on a black suit and fighting crime in new york city and every other character you see on screen is going to be white it's it really is I, there is there was one point in the movie that uh, very early on where um, I think right before the uh, celebration where internally I'm like, this is really African, <laughs> yeah. not as an insult, but because everything from the costumes and the makeup and it just it celebrated Africa in such a beautiful way. And, yeah. and I loved it. Yeah. Um, and and I think just about everybody else agrees with you, including some Hosa people that uh, that were excited to see their language spoken on screen. Um, and, uh, there, there is a clip online. I wonder if I can find it and we'll put it, uh, we'll try to link to it in our show notes. Um, all the, the people outside the yeah, theater, the, <laughs> there's like an impromptu, uh, dance party right outside the theater. Um, and, uh, it's pretty cool. And it looked like something that could have been right in the movie because of the level of authenticity yeah, and, and celebration they brought there's through. absolutely nothing wrong with um with movies being set in in continents and being celebrated by the people who live there uh, all right thanks so for your approval thank you the, um, <laughs> but my point is that's what makes this great because it's not table scraps it's not like oh a token black character just to say we put a black actor in our movie it's just a, a, an authentic movie Right. And to for this movie to be the thing that throws out some table scraps to say like, oh look, that person's probably maybe gay. There you go, gays. Like, yeah, I, mean, I don't like that as a gay man. This, this I don't movie like already that. Already had and some Tolkien white guys. So, <laughs> yes, I I don't know if we mentioned it, but the 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 only white characters in the movie. Oh, aside from Stanley. Aside from Stanley, and aside from uh, something in one of the credit scenes that everybody probably already knows about, but we're not going to talk about, um, the only two guys actually in the movie really are the only real characters are um, are played by Andy Serkis, who played Gollum, and um, and Martin Freeman, who played Bilbo Baggins. So it was pointed out that they're the Tolkien white guys. And I, I love that. I love that too. Uh, <laughs> so. Our big topic today has to do with Black Panther, and um, not only has that character been an important part of comic books for years, but there have been many different adaptations done before within animation, but also they've tried to do a movie once, actually. So uh, back in in the early 90s, now I don't know when talk started, but it seems to be around 93, 94, Where um, now Marvel, as big as they are now, it was the complete opposite. They were a joke. Yeah, Um, we we had 
DC had Superman and sequels that got progressively worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, Superman was Superman. I mean, I I don't I don't even know how to explain to people that don't like this character <laughs> um, how big he was, uh, how how what a big deal Superman the movie was. Um, right. And then. That was, I believe, seventy nine, and then in eighty nine we got Batman, we got which Batman. was it took over the world. Yeah. So now DC has had two juggernauts in theaters, yep. which was their fault for also the longest time because they only ever went to those two juggernauts. Yeah. Um, Marvel, I think, in eighty five had tried to make a Fantastic Four movie, which has such an ins- it, it was made, but it never released because how bad it, uh, of how bad it was. And there's yeah. documentaries you can find on that. Yeah. If if you really want to know more, you should check out Doomed. Um, we've we know yes. a guy that, that yes. made this this movie. Um, great documentary about about the the Roger Corman uh, directed Fantastic Four movie that that it seems, if I'm not mistaken, they. Um, they purposely tanked this movie to like they they made it so that they could keep the rights, but never intended to release it and just made right. it as bad as possible on purpose. Um, well, hey, you know. But you can even find the film itself online. Yeah, you um, can watch the film, um, and so up to this point, so they they did the Fantastic Four, and then there was the Punisher. Yep, with, with Dolph Lundgren. Dolph as Lundgren, the Punisher. bad. And I never saw it, but judging by the cover, he doesn't even have. Like skull, yeah. It's like he's like a leather jacket. Yep. Um, and then they did a few TV movies. There was a Captain America. Well, they had the Incredible Hulk TV series, which led to a few TV movies, including Thor was in one of them. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then there was a Captain America TV movie in 1990, I believe. Um, there was also mm-hmm. a Nick Fury one with uh, David with Hasselhoff, Hasselhoff, but I yeah. don't know if this is after this. But anyway, I think that was mid late mid to late 90s. Yeah. And, so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, l- I watched it and uh, I couldn't help but love it because I watched Knight Rider as a little kid. Yeah, too. yeah. But uh, <laughs> so up to this point, they there was no Marvel theatrical movies whatsoever. Right, and as uh, and Marvel was sh- very much struggling financially, um, even though like people knew Spider Man was one of the most popular superheroes, no matter how poorly Marvel was doing. Right, um, and. And, and Hulk was popular too. Hulk was, I would say, up there, and, and Wolverine was always kind of the. Well, <laughs> no, Wolverine had just become the the popular character, and that's why, you know, the the X Men through the nineties that was that was what really saved Marvel as a comics company. Um, but if if it wasn't if it wasn't for the popularity of the the X Men and the and what they were doing with characters in the 90s and maybe even just Wolverine by himself we might not have separate DC and Marvel uh universes DC may have just DC bought might them. have just ended up with yeah p- uh buying every piece of Marvel they wanted um but <laughs> fortunately well fortunately for Marvel anyway and and for people that like these movies they are now Almost universally referred to as the unstoppable juggernaut of the movie industry, um, which is funny because Juggernaut, the character, isn't in the MCU. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not yet. But anyway, so yeah, early '90s, we've we were looking at possibly making not we, but Marvel was looking at possibly making a uh, a Black Panther movie, and 
and they uh, they got on the horn uh, and g- gave <laughs> <laughs> gave uh, gave Wesley Snipes a call. Yeah, um, and, and or Wes- his manager anyway. In, in 2018, uh, Wesley Snipes might not be a, a name that holds uh, much water, but in the late 80s, early 90s, Wesley Snipes was the man. Yeah, um, white str- men can't jump. Demolition Man. Uh, there was another one. I, I <laughs> uh, Passenger Fifty Seven. Yes, uh, it was a big one. Um, there, there's a lot. Yeah, uh, he he was huge. Yeah. So getting this guy on board, and he was a Black Panther fan. He loved the comics. Absolutely. So the second Marvel called and said, "You want to make a Black Panther movie?" He was like, "Absolutely." And yeah. he was the he was the one going out. He I think he was going to be a producer on it. He was the one oh, going absolutely. out and he finding. Immediately was like, "I want to be a producer and I want to help shape this thing." And and he worked really hard and looked went after. Um, you know, in, talk to a lot of screenwriters. Yeah, talk to a lot of potential directors. It, it reminds me of how much effort Ryan Reynolds has put into Deadpool. Very you know, much. He so. was the the flag bearer of that movie and getting everything done in the writing and the directing. So uh, Wesley Snipes goes out and um, is trying to find directors and writers for this movie. But and I'm sure you might be able to pull up a few names. Uh, yep. But literally every person he talked to thought he wanted to make a movie about the Black Panther political group. Right, and he he'd go into he'd go into uh, you know a, a movie studio office and uh, and <laughs> they would they would either be like, uh, listen, you're Wesley Snipes, so we wanted to take this this meeting, but we really should just let you know we're not really interested in making another movie about the civil rights movement or the Black Panther Party and he'd have to correct them and then they were like, Oh, a superhero movie. That's um that's even less interesting. We're <laughs> definitely not making uh comic book movies and and that was, aside from Superman and Batman, that was you know, the, those were the anomalies, but the rule was like superheroes are ridiculous. You know, we can't possibly make movies about superheroes nobody wants to see them um part of that was due to the um the visual effects available at the time uh were not that great and uh as you can see in if you ever do find the uh, fantastic four movie uh with by roger corman you're you're gonna see a lot of uh Attempted practical effects that do not work on screen, and com- you cannot suspend your disbelief here. Um, when someone's supposed to be stretching their arm out, and you just see like a boxing glove on the end of a carpet tube um, wrapped in spandex, it's not that cool. Um, and people laughed at it, you know. It's <laughs> so uh, movies did not want to make something that they were going to laugh at. So yeah. So he, he even th- and even the people that he went. And talked to that did want to make the movie were also under the impression that it was a civil uh, civil rights. Uh, two, movie. two directors that uh, notable that he has mentioned to have talking to was Mario Van Peebles and John Singleton. Yes, and, and both of them and they didn't. Both of them wanted to turn it into a civil rights yeah, movie. The, the, they understood this is a superhero movie, and then they were like, no, no, but it needs to also be the thing everybody else thinks it is. Yeah, Martin Luther King Jr. needs to be his sidekick. <laughs> And they never said that, but like <laughs> that was the attitude though that they were having is they wanted to take the idea of a superhero and and put it in with yeah the, the black um, Panther. Mario Van Peebles was like, yes, we'll do this, but it's it's got to be about a father 
who is uh, in the 60s working for civil rights and his son who has no interest in, in being a part of this political movement and, and it'll be the story of them bonding over this. Um, Mario Van Peebles uh, went on to make Panther, which is about the Black Panther Party. Right, right. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, uh, John Singleton also was like, yeah, we'll make it a superhero movie, but it has to be in the 60s. Um, and he remained, uh, by 96, Stan Lee had mentioned that there were scripts for the project, but nothing he was pleased with. Mm-hmm. Um, by 97 and 98, they kept uh, saying it was going to be on our film slate for movies to make. Yeah. Um, and even by 2003, or uh, 2000, Artisan Entertainment announced to uh, co-produce it with Marvel. Yeah. And even by 2003, Sni- Wesley Snipes said he was still wanting to film Black Panther by the end of 2003. And then... By a year later, um, just it just died down. Yeah. Now, what what's interesting is Terry Hayes was a screenwriter that um, that Wesley Snipes really liked his his pitch for the movie, and and here's how it goes. Uh, there's um, T'Chaka or yeah. whatever they called him in the movie, but uh, you know the father of of T'Challa. Um, is uh, is overthrown in a you know there's a bit of a coup a bit of a coup there's there's <laughs> there is a there's coup. a revolt or or um, or some sort of civil war in Wakanda um, and T'Challa is uh, is totally Moses <laughs> you no know, he gets he gets put in a put in a basket float down the river uh, to save his life from the people that are trying to uh, to kill the whole royal family um, and he ends up growing up in America. Like, you know, he f- he gets found, grows up in America for some reason because I guess there's a river that goes from Africa to America. Floats into the ocean yeah. <laughs> over the entire ocean and just <laughs> lands at uh, well, New, New York City. <laughs> One way or another, he he grows up in America, um, and then and at, l- l- hold on, what that actually happened in another movie in Madagascar two, a crate. Goes from African Ocean and floats all the way to New York City. I just want to point that out. All right, there we go. Awesome. So he grows up in America, um, and then as a young adult, gets attacked in an elevator by assassins who found out that he's he's basically sent by people from Wakanda, or they're sent by people from Wakanda to kill him, to completely end the royal bloodline, and that sets him on an adventure to go find out where he came from and become and find out that he's destined to be the Black Panther and it's and it's this whole thing. Now, what I love about this is that is a lot closer to Eric Killmonger or what's his name Eric Stevens in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's Killmonger's story uh in Holy this movie shit. more or less. Um Wow. I mean, he's 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 not born there and he's not thrown on the river, but his He's coming back to the His what homeland. to him is a yeah. mythical homeland of Wakanda, and uh, and to become the Black Panther and to to take over and to to what he considers to be better things than the other Black Panther. Wow, um, that's so incredible that they. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to sit here and say that they used that storyline in a, in a way, but um, that that is a nice homage to what seemingly was the closest that the public got to like an idea of what a black panther movie would have looked like yeah. in the 90s um now so. for the sake of argument and the point of the episode if 
the Wesley Snipes Black Panther movie was made, let's say, in 1995, it releases in theaters. Mm -hmm. How does that shake everything up? Is it a hit? Is it not? Does Marvel go on to make more movies? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. One of the reasons that this movie was not made is that visual effects were not where they are today. And, And nobody really felt they could make a great representation of Wakanda, a city that is, or a country that is decades ahead, if not a century ahead, technologically, of the rest of the world, you know, flying cars and all this stuff. Um, they they didn't feel they could do justice to what they had in mind for Wakanda. Um, and I think if they had gone ahead and done it, we would have gotten exactly what I was just talking about, people laughing at the effects. Also, um, I, I the the storyline that they had yeah. was it it didn't allow for as much of an immersion in um, this this sort of melting pot of multiple African cultures. Yeah, it probably would have been like bookended, like the beginning of the movie might yep. take place and then and then the end, yep. obviously. Yep. So, um, and I I think. I think it would not have been as well received, um, and I don't think it would have kicked off the MCU earlier. Um, it might have. It might have made a profit. Yeah, because he was still a big star, and people flocked to yeah bad movies. Well, I mean, and let's let's point out the fact that in reality, this movie wasn't made, and they immediately made Blade instead, and Blade arguably is is the thing that really kicked off successful superhero movies. It came before X-Men, um, far, far before Iron Man, um, yeah. uh, and before Spider-Man, the, the Tobey Maguire yeah, Spider-Man Blade movie. Blade is what set off Marvel, because DC was still only worried about Superman, Batman, Mm-hmm. Here they make Blade, and from that they make yeah. X Men, and then Spider Man and Hulk, and now all of a sudden all yeah. of these heroes. But are they never movies. forgot, like Blade, a relatively unknown character, B list at best, more C- more of a C list superhero, um, made a fantastic movie and profitable sequels. Um, <laughs> I refuse <laughs> to say that they're both fantastic sequels, but. Um, I know uh, Triple H was a villain in one of them. I think <laughs> I think it's Blade Trinity. He's a I think he's a you're vampire. Right. Yeah. Um, now, uh, so I think you know it's a lot easier to do hacking and slashing of vampires than it is to do an entire country of technological wonder. Yeah, um, you're so right. I I th- I think that that the poor visual effects and what most likely would have been a um, uh, less of a a celebration of African cultures um, would have would have made this movie nothing special. Uh, and I, I think it's quite possible if if you don't it, it, if you don't have Blade, because why would they make Blade with Wesley Snipes if you just made Black Panther with Wesley Snipes and it wasn't all that successful? We I think we don't have the superhero renaissance we're experiencing at the moment yeah. in the movies. I also think, and um, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that in because if this movie came out in the 90s, because of the the internet would be way before its time of like searching for information, 
Um, if you have a movie coming out in theaters called Black Panther in 1995, mm-hmm. most people, comics were not looked at as cool. And yep. with most people not being doing their research, most people would probably look at that and immediately see the name and just go, that's about the political party. Yeah. And would not give it the time of day. Yeah. And also, costumes at that point weren't that great. No, uh, no. It's, it, 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 Wesley Snipes himself has said that the, he said the intended costume or what he thought the costume would be would be a leotard with, with cat ears on it. Um, which, first of all, I think he meant like a unitard because a leotard is like a one, it looks like a one piece bathing suit pretty much. Um, but uh, <laughs> but either way, we're talking just s- straight up spandex on Wesley Snipes with little cat ears. Yeah, and um, the only thing comparable that we even have around that time is the nipple bat suit from Batman Forever. <laughs> right. Well, and, and Batman really helped to to um to bring superhero movies forward as far as you can still make something that kind of looks like what's in the comics and is believable um but or, or it, I should say is believable as something someone might wear because even though we know it's rubber it's supposed to be some kind of actual armor whereas every attempt other than superman pretty much tried to put um put them in just cool clothes and just throw out the the comic book uh costumes um seeing what they did with blade they probably would have ended up doing something that wasn't spandex for yeah maybe a little bit more of a tactical looking suit but but who knows um and but you know an underwhelming costume uh underwhelming at uh, at best, visual effects um, and a an underwhelming knowledge from the public, yeah, <laughs> of what the character is. I I don't think that movie would have done well. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I think I think Wesley Snipes' Black Panther movie would have prevented the MCU. That's that's what I think. Wow, <laughs> that is uh, that's a that's a bold claim, and honestly, yeah. uh, I- if this was Marvel's first big movie with them producing it. Um, and putting it out there, mm-hmm. uh, it wouldn't. Yeah. If that fails, then there's. Well, and let's not forget the reason this was that they were shopping movie ideas was because they were struggling financially. Um, another major factor in this movie not happening was that they they actually filed for bankruptcy, um, and and if if their major attempt to make the movie failed, then why would anybody they w- why would they even try to make something like blade or um or x-men or whatever when it's like oh nope just more proof that marvel movies suck and superhero movies and suck. dc could have swept in and bought them yeah and that could that could have been it so the whole history uh could be different so um but all speculation i'm, I'm glad they didn't make that movie i'm glad that wesley snipes ended up becoming blade uh he's iconic in that role and uh you know I'm glad we got the Black Panther movie in 2018 that we, that yeah. we got because it is really a, like a masterpiece. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to start the campaign now. Let's get Wesley Snipes as a major character in Black Panther 2. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, 100%. <laughs> and uh, He should have played T'Chaka. <laughs> could, you <laughs> could you imagine? That would have been pretty cool. That would have been cool. Uh, I mean, I like the T'Chaka we got. Um, uh, but I no, I, I would like to see Wesley Snipes as the next villain. 
whoever they choose. Yeah, he should. I'm surprised he didn't cameo in this movie, but um, I we should start a campaign to to get him something in Black Panther two, villain role yeah. cameo something. Let's uh, let's try to figure out which villain they should use, uh, and and announce that next week. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. All right. Keep on beaning. Hey.